Hello, this is Christy Bates of Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to episode 54, a midweek meditation episode of the Deep South Dharma podcast. Today's episode, we are engaged in a version of compassion practice. We'll actually revisit this again in more depth in Sunday's podcast episode. So look for that when it comes out, if you have interest in it. But it is based on Bhikkhu Bodhi's version of compassion practice as described in the chapter on right intention in his book, The Noble Eightfold Path. So that's all I'll say on that for now. I think you'll find it very relevant for the time that we're in. As far as announcements, I do want to let you know that I have a retreat coming up at Hartwood Refuge in Hendersonville, North Carolina, September 17th through the 20th. Currently, that is listed as a residential retreat with a Zoom option. Um, And so if you, whether you think that you would want to be on Zoom, no matter what's happening, you can go ahead and register. If you think that you would like to be residential, but want to have that backup, knowing that you have the backup to attend via Zoom. If if something changes where you live or in, in Hartwood's location with the coronavirus, then, you know, I, I think all our bases are covered is my point. <laughs> so the retreat is uh, as, as best as one can cover bases in, in an impermanent universe, an impermanent world. So, um, take a look at heartwoodrefuge.org slash retreat and mine is called Devotion to the Deathless and again it is September 17th through 20th of this year and see if that's something you would be interested in doing with us. Also on your way to look at that retreat take a look at the July retreat with Bhikkhu Bodhi. I will be attending that retreat. I register for that the day it became available to register. That was pre-pandemic days, but um, I have sat retreat with Bhikkhu Bodhi before and feel very strongly that that um, anyone can benefit. Anyone that has any interest in the Dharma could benefit from it. So that's all the announcements for now. Allow yourself to get comfortable and enjoy an experience of deepening and strengthening your compassion and your capacity to be with it. So bringing your attention with a sense of care and interest to your own bodily experience. Situating yourself in such a way that the body is supported, that the muscles can relax. 
You're letting your skeleton, your posture, and whatever furniture or floor that you're sitting on, you're allowing that to do the work of supporting you. Working with compassion in particular, Bhikkhu Bodhi writes that compassion springs up by considering that all beings like ourselves wish to be free from suffering, and yet, despite their wishes, they continue to be harassed by pain, fear, sorrow, and other forms of stress or pain. So, Allowing yourself to just be with that recognition and particularly to pay attention to the feeling in the body uh, through the heart center, so uh, along the throat, chest, belly, in front of the body, at the level of the surface of the skin or just underneath that. Being sure that when you recognize that there's some habitual uh, muscle tension that you allow yourself to relax that just however often you need to. We want to let all of this be soft so that breath and emotion can move through however it needs to. And so first we want to bring to mind someone that we are aware of, someone that we know pretty well, um, who may currently be undergoing some form of stress or suffering right now. Now, it, it may be yourself or it may be somebody else you know well. Um, I will say that if, you're, if you are a person, as many people are, who struggles to have compassion for yourself. For this particular exercise, I'm gonna ask you to choose a being, a person that's easy for you to have compassion for. Because what we're going for is recognizing the feeling of compassion in the body and allowing that feeling to suffuse the body. So bringing to mind somebody that is easy for you to care about Recognizing that feeling of wishing for them to be free from suffering. And yet knowing that they're going to face the problems of aging, of sickness, someday of death. That they are subject to sorrow, to hunger, grief, loneliness. In feeling that experience of wishing freedom from suffering for yourself or someone else that you know really well, you want to gently offer that wish. Be aware of not sort of trying to offload your discomfort. Right? Sometimes we want other people or even ourselves just to feel better so that we don't have to be uncomfortable. So developing some confidence that we can be with our discomfort, but feeling what it feels like just to wish them well, to wish them free of suffering and to offer, gently offer 
that the warmth of that wish. You may even, if you're not working with yourself, but with the image of someone close to you, you may even allow yourself to imagine what it feels like to be that person receiving your wishes for freedom. To be on the receiving end of somebody genuinely wishing freedom from you, for you. And how even in the midst of a difficult time, that can be soothing, helpful. Bringing your attention back into your own body. If you're not there right now, if you're working with another person, letting go of the image of that person right now. Just feeling the effects on the body of that wish for freedom from suffering. And next, I want to ask you to bring to mind someone who's similar to you, in maybe ways that are superficial or not superficial, but maybe you don't know them that well. But in along many ways, you feel that, that you're similar. And as you bring that person to mind, seeing if you can allow yourself to imagine being, you know, either right next to them, shoulder to shoulder, or even feeling what it's like to be in their skin dealing with whatever difficulties they may be dealing with. So again, this is somebody you don't know super well, but you feel they're similar to you and you know they're suffering in some way right now. Noticing from this vantage point that even though you may not know the person as well, you definitely can know that they too deal with the aging of the body, the way the body can feel fragile at times, get sick. The fact that this body deals with hunger or grief or waves of anger or fear loneliness and because you know what that feels like even if you don't know this person well you may find that that compassion is there that wish that they be free from suffering also and just allowing yourself to experience offering that warmth to that person. 
not trying to get out of your own discomfort, but just offering that wish that they be free, that they have some relief and a sense that they're not alone in this. And then letting go of that person, once again, returning your full attention to your own body, just noticing, noticing what it feels like. If there's anywhere in your body that has sort of clenched up, that has braced itself against discomfort, just allowing that to soften. And not holding any blame toward that. This body is wired very often to brace itself against a sense of threat, of discomfort, or sorrow, or stress, or pain. But in becoming aware of that and allowing the muscles to soften, it's a powerful way to remind ourselves that the, the heart can handle much more than we realize. It's the body's reactivity, the attempt to protect ourselves that wears us out, all of that muscle tension. And now we're going to go in what may be a surprising direction if you haven't done this practice before. I'm going to ask you to bring to mind an example of someone who, who may not be aware of suffering right now, but you can see for yourself that their current actions, their current actions are bound to create suffering for themselves. So this may be somebody you know well, and you can see them doing something they've done over and over, and you know how that movie's gonna end and that it's gonna end in pain. Or you may not know the, the person or the people well. But keeping in mind that beings always receive the results of their actions sooner or later, And even if you are frustrated or angry with that person or people, reminding yourself how you can remember actions that you took that at the time you believed were making you happy or would lead to happiness, and then maybe they led to more misery or remorse, or maybe it was mixed results. Maybe there was some happiness, but also mixed with a lot of difficulty that you really would have liked to have done without. What does that feel like in your own body as you picture this person, whether you know them well, whether you don't know them well, but you can see that their actions are going to lead to 
suffering, distress or pain or heartache for them or sickness or even death. Just feeling what that feels like, knowing that we don't control the choices of others, but just allowing ourselves to feel that wish that just like we wish all people freedom from suffering, we realize that we hope they'll start, stop harming themselves and others through their actions or non-actions. You know, there are helpful actions and harmful actions. There are helpful non-actions, such as when we wisely hold our tongue. And then there are harmful non-actions of, for instance, not speaking up when we should. Allowing yourself to just practice having tolerance for the feelings that come up for you as you really are in touch with that wish for people, including ourselves, of course, ourselves and others, to not cause ourselves further pain or harm. Noticing again the contraction that comes in the body, sometimes embracing against uncomfortable feelings, sometimes this contraction that comes where we feel like we're going to force somebody to do what we think they ought to do or not do what we don't think they ought to do. Just allowing that to relax. being more directly with the wish that beings be free from suffering. We can actually choose wiser actions or wiser non-actions in some cases. In the remaining couple of minutes, you can silently work with the phrases, may all people be free of suffering, may they have everything we need. May all people be free of suffering, may we have everything we need. May I be willing to take the actions needed to bring an end to suffering for myself and others.
Also being directly with this wish for freedom from suffering for ourselves and or others, knowing that that wish is a good wish. And so if there are actions that maybe you need to forgive yourself for, that maybe the maybe your strategies didn't work out, right? Underneath that was the wish for freedom from suffering. And you may have gone about looking for happiness, looking for freedom and relief from suffering in a way that backfired on you. So just recognizing that even in the biggest mistakes of our lives, and when other people make the biggest mistakes of their lives, everybody is just trying to find their way. That doesn't mean that we don't sometimes intervene or say that's not okay. But it's important because if all of us could be in touch with that wish for freedom from harm, if we were all really in touch with that, there would be a lot less harm. Just being in touch with what it feels like in the body to be in touch with this, this heart, this embodied heart, wishing freedom from harm. just a reminder that by design, this podcast is not run off of commercial support.
If you would like to be a sponsor of our podcast, you can do so by visiting anchor.fm slash deepsouthdharma and follow the instructions there. And if you're in the Oxford, Mississippi, North Mississippi area, please know you are always welcome to join us at the Oxford Practice Group on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. Information about that is at deepsouthdharma.org. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always, feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.